You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. There is no such thing as the Burrito Olympics. You're just saying that because you lost <laughs> the Burrito Olympics. I, is that just what you like say to yourself to justify eating your burrito so fast? That oh, I it's didn't a competition. Eat it so fast. No, well, you know what? I paid for the burrito and I'm going to eat the whole thing. Because well, I knew if no... I didn't finish the whole thing, then it would just be sitting there getting like you know dry and cold and no. You have to eat it. There is no such thing as Burrito Olympics, by the way, and I was not entered into that competition. Oh, I'm sorry, sore loser. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillin. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. It is Friday, November 20th, 2015. Uh, it's been uh, How is it already November 20th? I know. It feels like Halloween was last weekend. Yeah, I know. That's kind of crazy. It All is right. kind of, it is strange how, how time, time passes. Let's time let's ponder time, Sarah, and time how fast it's slipping into the future. I'm just going to speak in all song lyrics today. By the way, I can't live change subscri- time, but time can change me. I know that much. All right. So anyway, that, if you're that's a live good subscriber, you got to hear me sing a little bit about time earlier. Yes, Sarah. For for live subscribers, so we've part of, started putting some more stuff into the archives. This will go into the archive. Um, it's uh, Sarah's steps on how to annoy me, and we'll just leave it at that. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. Uh, just kind of some of the bonus stuff that you can get for that if you uh, so choose to do so. I'm All right. I'm really proud of that one. We've got a bunch of stuff to, to get to today since it is Friday. And uh, and I've got a couple of I got a couple of questions. I don't know if I did something Are creepy or not. Are they about the Burrito Olympics? It's, we'll get to my questions in a minute. Let's talk about your Burrito Olympics. So I'm going to say what happened here today. For some reason, it's like... If you're a longtime listener of this show, you know, usually it's Sarah who's annoyed with me. That's kind of how it works out. Every day. She doesn't like to have fun. And now you're like Mr. Holly. (laughs) Pretty much everything I do is fun. Yeah. So you're 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 just a blast. Yeah. So I and I I know I know. Um, But today it's 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 opposite day. There's something weird going on. It's like Friday the 13th came a came a week late because today Sarah has I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty confident about this has taken the title of most annoying person on earth and it started with this morning if you follow us on Periscope at Fun Up Radio <laughs> uh, we we were we were doing some work here there is actual a lot of work that goes into putting on a podcast we don't talk about stuff on the air because it's because it's it's boring to talk about like yeah. let's talk about how Greg we have to do taxes like, let's talk about payroll let's talk about proposals why are you, you know, talking about that it's i know it's i'm already putting myself to sleep yes. that's why we don't put, bring it up on the podcast but you do have to do a lot of work it's like any small business and so this morning we were we were working on a very important thing that had to get out and the entire time uh, we're working on it, we each had little projects for it. I keep hearing Sarah across the desk from me uh, going like, Ugh. <sighs> Hard work. And like sighing and then and making these noises. I'm like, oh, she must be having some trouble with the computer or trouble with downloading the files. And finally, I'm like, so what's, what's going on? She's like, oh, I ate my burrito too fast. Oh. I'm like... That's wait. That's what the whining was. So I'm like, and and then she she said that, and so I asked her, okay, so how how are the files coming around? I'm getting to the files. <sighs> it makes sense. Greg. I'm so was, full right now. I was multitasking. I'm sorry that you can't do two things at the same time. <laughs> 
I'm sorry that you can't enjoy sorry. a delicious burrito while you were uploading files and getting things ready to be sent out. But the files weren't being uploaded. It was just you complaining about your burrito. And so what Sarah proceeded to do was she had only got halfway through her burrito. And even though she was full and she was in some kind of internal pain. I am, I am currently in internal pain. She right kept saying, I have to finish the burrito. I have to. And that became it became her her sole goal to a, to the point of it. She was annoyed when I would ask her about actual work questions because I was interrupting her complaints about her burrito and yes. yet her strong determination that she had to finish said I, burrito. Thank you. I I thought so. I'm just I'm glad to hear you say it. And then I think as a form of self motivation, she switched it to because I also had a burrito, but I wasn't eating mine. Uh, and she changed it again, to Greg doesn't know how to multitask. That we were involved in some sort of burrito Olympics. And that I was losing in the Olympics you because did. she was such a strong competitor at eating her burrito very fast. Yeah. No, not even very fast. Just eating it to completion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're just, I, is your burrito just sitting over there sadly? It's sitting in the other room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just there like getting stinky air on it. Like, I, drying out from the inside. I was not able to finish it. As Simon is asking, microwave burrito. No, it's actually we went to a taco place around here. Um, I don't we got know. a fancy burrito. Yeah, it's a fancy burrito. Mm. It's a high end. We're talking, you know, five fifty. It was burrito. more than five dollars. Yeah, it which was, means yeah, primo we're rich on top person of the world, rich person burrito. Clearly, yes, it'd be the kind and of it was a good that, burrito that Greg would bring to a desert island. But it's you trying to switch this, and my theory on you switching it to burrito Olympics is that you just wanted to feel okay about eating your food fast. And let's let's just break down the barrier No, again, here. it's not fast. You're a fast... Again, it's a, I, I finished something. I started something, and I finished it. You just you just did something half-assed, and you're just leaving it, just I, abandoning I it. Was not in, I was not in a competition um, was, the, was the problem with it. And, uh, and I, I wasn't involved. And I, I know, I will say this. I know if we were to have an eating competition, I know you would win. You are you are a faster eater than I am. You you but are. Isn't how eating competitions work? Yeah, but you eat faster than I do. Well, anyone eats faster than you. You sit there and you wait for all your food to get cold, and I'm you're a just slow annoying, eater. and you like just pick at it. Yeah, I, yeah. And then, like two hours later, you're still sitting with like you know half of your food out there. That's kind of what it is. I didn't used to be that way. I used to uh, when I worked in the in the pool industry. Oh my god! You mean when you sold pool liners? I. Yeah, kind of. I didn't really sell them. <laughs> or was this when you worked at the at the hot dog stand? I didn't work at a hot dog stand. The snack the snack oh, bar. Oh, you mean the snack bar at Illy Hills Country Club, where, which was more like a mini restaurant? That was <laughs> – I had to manage people there, Sarah. I was on top of the world at that point. You sure were. Yep. Uh, no, this was when I, when I worked at the pool industry. So we only had basically about a half hour for lunch, and I didn't really – liked eating on the at the at the company so I'd go out for lunch but by the time I finally got my food I would have like 15 minutes to scarf it down before I had to get back to drive there back and forth so I used to eat very quickly I think once I got out of that I learned to appreciate food and so mainly I just don't like eating that much but so I I I eat slowly I'm very uh European I think is what a lot of people would call. What, you like things lukewarm? <laughs> is that what? It, is yeah, that, that hap- does happen mean? to me a lot. It takes me a long time to eat some stuff sometimes. No, you do, and like you'll like have a drink, and like your drink will just be sitting out there getting warm as he's drinking a sparkly water right now. Greg, what kind of sparkly water are you having today? I'm drinking a grapefruit sparkly water, as we've said before. Very, I am getting very addicted to sparkly water. Very sassy lately. can you have going on? Lots of different colors and shapes. 
Very yeah, I, I'm I'm very confident in my can. I know. I, I bet you are. I'm a man who eats slow and likes sparkly water, Sarah. I don't see any problem with these things. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Oh, okay. So back. To so the anyway, the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Damn burrito Olympics. There is no such thing as burrito Olympics. But let me ask you this, though. I bet there would be such thing as the burrito Olympics if you had won. What do you mean? I didn't win. I wasn't entered in a competition. There was no competition. I'm just saying, if you would have gotten the gold, you probably would believe in them. All right. Let me ask you this. Now, we have some uh, some part of the stuff that we are working on. There are some more events that are coming up for Fun Employment Radio. So please stay tuned for that. Coming up soon, in December, I'll say. There's something that's going to happen. And now, say at some one of these events, we were to maybe fashion a Burrito Olympics. Maybe we were to put something together. Now, you're the one that brought this up. I did not bring this up. I didn't bring up bringing, eating burritos in front of a lot of people. Well, I'm I saying... I was eating a burrito as, quietly form, competing with you in a room. In the form of a competition. You know, maybe between between someone else. It wouldn't have to be a giant burrito. Maybe smaller burritos. But a burrito eating competition to see... Would it be an see. expired burrito? Like the one that you seem so partial to? No, that one might have been expired. The one that I ate the other day? Yeah, maybe it yeah, was. Yeah, expired and also refrigerated when it was supposed to be frozen and also had eggs in it, which were probably rotten at that point. Yeah, well, I paid the price for that later and I learned my lesson. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. Yes, I learned my lesson quite well. Now, this though, what what would you think of that? What if we did have some, something like that? Maybe a listener could We're compete with you. We're not having an eating competition. No, we did that once when I worked on the Rick Emerson show. It was a long time ago with SpaghettiOs. What? A SpaghettiO eating competition? It was a SpaghettiO eating competition. Well, because you want to get a food that people won't choke on, which you could totally choke on a burrito. SpaghettiOs are pretty hard to choke on. I mean, I guess, I I suppose so. You could choke on anything, really. Well, yeah, but I mean, SpaghettiOs at least Are people going to eat burritos that fast that they're going to choke themselves? (laughs) Sorry, if you don't know how to properly eat a burrito and you choke yourself on it, well, I mean... I feel like that's you need if to take responsibility for yourself. If it's a contest with speed, then yes, somebody's Whose probably Whose fault going to is choke. that, though? That's no one's fault except for the eater. Well, I'd feel guilty if we have like some contest and someone I chokes on a burrito. I would feel bad, but I wouldn't feel guilty. It wouldn't gonna, be my fault. Wow. All right, so everybody, listen up. Greg doesn't give two shits if we had an eating contest and you choked. No, I would feel bad for the you person. You didn't say you'd feel bad. You I did. You'd no, feel I, like kind of something. I explicitly said I would feel bad if someone if we had a burrito eating contest and someone choked on a burrito. I would feel bad. I'd feel concerned. But I wouldn't feel guilty. I wouldn't feel guilty about it. I mean, no one's forcing someone to eat burritos. If they chose by their own by their own volition, anything that to requires them to sign a disclaimer before we do it, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't think we need to. But let me just what tell is, you. This was okay. This is not a competition here. Wink, wink. It's just voluntarily a couple of people order a couple of burritos and they happen to eat them at the same time. All right. Well, let me just tell you the way that the spaghettio a friendly wager ended. It ended uh, the same way that the pie eating contest in Stand by Me ended. And I am not kidding. Okay, wait. Go walk through this SpaghettiOs thing. So you guys had a SpaghettiOs eating competition? Yes. I believe Mailman Chris was actually in it, I think. I, I, was he the one that threw up? <laughs> I think he was. I okay. Think he was. I know you're running through this in your mind. But. No, I'm sorry. So we had this thing. It was a white trash. It, it was our white trash barbecue. Okay. And one of the things that we did was had a SpaghettiO eating contest. I think it was like three people with giant bowls of SpaghettiOs. And they had to, whoever could eat the most SpaghettiOs in the shortest <sighs> amount of time won. SpaghettiOs are gross, too. No, and it totally ended in, I'm, I'm just going to say, projectile vomiting. <laughs> like, it was... How much SpaghettiOs could one person eat? 
How many? As ca- many as it took. How to- many cans? It was a lot. There, there were like troughs of spaghettios, <laughs> and then it did end with. Projectile vomiting. That's so gross. It was disgusting. I don't even think I'd want to see a spaghetti o competition. The slopping and the it was slopping and like the noises, the slurping and, the smells and, and smells. Oh my everything. god! No, no. That's that just sounds that sounds horrible. Oh, Vicky's saying that her brother-in-law won second place at the spaghetti eating contest. <laughs> I mean, I guess it lasted. That's how you make a mark. People still remember this thing. Well, maybe. Maybe our uh, maybe our burrito Olympics could be the new thing. Sarah X Dillon's you, already the champion. She's declared already, I know. Herself. I'm like saying you're, you've already proved that you're not. Good. Oh, I'm out. You didn't even place. No, I'd be terrible at it. You didn't even place. I will just call it. I'd like to be the announcer for oh, it. Oh yeah. So what I need to do is just embarrass myself by eating a, a bunch of burritos in front of everybody. So it's the woman who is just bragging about how fast she could eat a burrito. I mean. I'm saying put put your again. Uh, it wasn't the speed. It your, was I did not want to put the burrito get the burrito to waste. Like, put your burrito where your mouth is. And, that burrito you know, that you abandoned in the other room. Oh, I'll eat it later. It's not, it's not going to be as good. Oh, I'll still eat it. It later, doesn't though. matter. It's just going to be dried out and I'll hollow. let it sit it's out be for a shell of itself. I'll probably I probably won't eat the rest of that thing until six o'clock. That tonight. is so gross. That is so gross. I can't believe that you do that. It'll be dinner number two, and then I won't have to eat any dinner after that. That's how I split up my meals. But anyway, you with your Burrito Olympics, I think this could be a thing. <laughs> Sarah's glaring at me now because she's really mad that I'm trying to turn this you into You know what I would eat? What? In, in a competition? Kraft macaroni and cheese. You would eat. You would do that in a food eating competition? You would eat Kraft macaroni and cheese? Like the little heat up microwavable kind? Oh, Easy Mac? Oh. Or that's Easy Mac. Okay, that's, I'm sorry. Yeah, What's the other? That's all right. Just don't be disrespectful. It's uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. There's Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, the original, which I really like. I like the spirals, too. Those are pretty good sometimes. The Rugrats shapes, particularly delightful. Um, Easy Mac, though, is very good. So you would enter into an sometimes, Easy Mac eating competition. Did you know that they have different sizes of Easy Mac for the, um, for the person who doesn't want to buy two at a time, which I totally do? They actually have a jumbo Easy Mac that you can get. <laughs> Is that what you go buy you know, your jumbo Easy Mac and a bottle of wine? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and a lip gloss usually. What's the lip gloss for in this situation? <laughs> well, they're having a great sale, so I was like, "Well, you know what? We'll fancy my night up. <laughs> my jumbo Easy Mac, my three dollar bottle of wine, <laughs> and a ninety nine cent wet and wild lip gloss." <laughs> It is classy Sarah today, ladies and gentlemen. She norm- normally doesn't let the guard down this much. We might as well take advantage today. So let's <laughs> let's just all enjoy this. So, uh, so would you, if for your eating competition, what would you call it? Food Mac Attack. A- Food Employment Radio. Mac Attack. Mac Attack. The Mac Attack. Okay. Sarah Stillen's Mac Attack. Someone okay. thinks that they could take me on. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah Stillen's Mac Attack, and then how how. <laughs> How much, um, let me ask you this. Uh, would you want to do the jumbo ones? We could do the jumbo ones. I, I would say like it could be three jumbo ones. And how? what's the time on it? Five minutes? Five minutes. Five minutes of how much you can eat of, of the jumbo mac and cheese or craft. Or Not what just is it called? one. Like easy three. Mac? It's Easy Mac. Easy Mac. Okay. Stop pretending like you don't know. Like I honestly better. don't know. Like I you're don't. better than that. Like, I don't. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What's it, what's it called? Again? Mac, mac Easy? <laughs> I, I don't eat that kind of stuff, so I really don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. How are your giant bag of Cheetos going? I didn't say I didn't eat terrible things. I just don't happen to eat that terrible thing. Okay. How many do you think you could eat in five minutes? Let's set the over-under here. 
Okay, so let me just let, let's just be. I'm going to be straight up with you. Be a straight shooter. So the jumbo. Okay, let's let's lay it down. Let's drop our guard down here. <laughs> We're just, let's knock the fourth wall turn, out of the way. Let's turn our hats backwards. Let's let's wrap about turn it. Turn our hats and our chairs know? backwards. Let's be real. Let's be R E A L right let's, now. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. So the jumbo Easy Mac is the size. Don't of, hassle me, homie. Come on, just lay it straight. <laughs> is the size of two regular Easy Macs. I think if we dump, like if we took all of them and dumped them into one bowl. Um. Sure. I think I could eat three of them in you five minutes. You could eat three of them? Three Jumbo, jumbo Easy Macs in five minutes. I think I could eat six minutes. Easy Macs in five minutes. So that's three Jumbos. Three Jumbos. And you're sure those are two small ones? Absolutely. Okay. So three Jumbos in five minutes. And how many ounces of mac and cheese is in a Jumbo? I don't know. It's double whatever is in a regular <laughs> well, one. Okay. How I, much is in a regular one? How do one? I know how many ounces are in an easy mac? I don't know. Oh, I You're the expert. Carry exp- that number around with me? I, I like, don't. Oh, it's 0.25 ounces. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. So three jumbo max in five minutes. Okay. I'm just, I'm saying, I wouldn't do it with burritos. Okay. Because I clearly already hold the gold there. All right, I think uh, I think we might have we might have something we might have an idea here for something going down the road. I don't think going that down I'm the line. Be doing that. Well, we'll let listeners decide. You can send an email funemploymentradio at gmail if you think that Sarah should hold some kind of uh, Sarah Extillance Mac attack. <laughs> All right, so we'll leave that uh, we'll leave we'll leave that out there. I'm trying to see how many ounces they are. Okay. Okay. I'll let I'll let you uh, I'll let you figure that out. All right, it's not yeah. I don't All right, know. well there we go. We've laid that out on the line. All now, right, are we going to go back to your rotten burrito, or are we just going to leave that alone? Well, that happened like three days ago. I don't think it's. I think we just got to leave that go. And people who watched Periscope or or saw actually followed you on Facebook. You wouldn't let me Periscope it. Followed on Facebook. I think they saw all that. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, yep. That is that is gone. Um, all right. Before we do, I know we got to do some world of crazy, and I'm happy that we established. Establish this as a possibility. So again, send in funemploymentradio at gmail dot com your thoughts on Sarek Stillen's Mac attack or whether that, whether or not that should happen. Uh, I got a question though, an actual question for for listeners. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. This is something that's actually happening to me. Okay. And I don't really know what to do. And I know we have listeners who work in this industry, and so I'm I'm not sure quite how to handle it because I think I might be getting screwed over, or I'm afraid I'm going to be. Okay. So my neighborhood, you know, I have my meth head neighbors. And yes. they, for all intents and purposes, it's sold. They're not out of there. Well, they're out of there, but it, it's still weird over there. Um, but they're they going to be moving. Are they in there still? No, they're not in there. But there's still weird crap happening over there. Okay. I think it's it's still in the transition period of whatever's going on. But there's also something else. Now, in Portland, it's this is a pretty common thing right now for those of you listening wherever you are. The whole city's under construction because there's a giant housing crisis and there's condos going up left and right and buildings getting knocked down and all kinds of stuff, all kinds of construction. I live near to a very major construction site. Yeah. Which which in Portland that is that's I, probably I everyone. live near <laughs> yeah. to a very large Probably site. everyone yes. does. But I live close enough to where I'm having this happen and I had to it was enough to where I had to have kind of a confrontation the other day. So the construction site, they're abiding by, you know, the work hours, which still sucks, but it's like 7 a.m. to like, they usually get done by 7 p.m. They follow the, they follow the law on that, whatever those hours are. That's fine. The noise isn't actually what bothers me too much. Okay. But the construction that they're doing, they're, it's a pretty major operation, 
And there's certain times of the day that they're working on this equipment and it shakes my house. Oh. Like shaking my house enough to where like a coffee cup shakes. And like upstairs in my room, like my, my futon up there shakes. It's a metal futon so I can hear it when, when they're doing these certain activities over there on the construction site. And this was going on and I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, well, that's not good for my house, I would imagine. I wouldn't think that's, that's good for it. And so I thought, you know, well, I, I guess I'll just go over there and talk to them about it. I'm not going to go over there and be like aggressive about it. I'm not going to go over there and be, you know, angry or anything like that. But I went over there and I was just like, hey, and I found the office. It was like kind of hard to find. And I of found the office <laughs> and I just just walked in. And I was like, hey, well, here's here's what's going on. Um, who can I talk to about this? And they all got very skittish. And uh, the the woman at the counter went and went back and got these two guys. And I had to wait there for a while. Then these two guys come out and one's they were trying to wait you out. There's like maybe if, I don't know <laughs> if it takes a few minutes seeing if I would go away. Yeah, I, I when they walked out the nervous look on the one guy's face because uh, there was the superintendent of the of the whole operation. And then there was another guy who's kind of like a liaison and the superintendent guy looked real nervous. Like I'm, I would ex- would have expected like a superintendent in charge of this big project to be a little bit more confident in like uh, talking, but he looked, he looked a little freaked out. Like I could tell I'm like, wow, you're, you're afraid of something. This makes me uncomfortable. Why are you afraid? But I, he looks like he got caught. Yeah. And so, I, he didn't even really talk. He just introduced himself, and the other guy, the liaison guy, did the talking. And I told him what's going on. He's like, "Uh, well, um, yeah, I don't think uh, that's, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we have to do the construction." And he started getting defensive. And I'm like, "No, I," like, and I was not being aggressive with it at mm. all because I knew that's what they were expecting. So I was intentionally being very diplomatic and very nice about it. And I was like, "Well." I, I, no, I, I totally understand. You guys got have your job to do, but I'm just saying I'm I'm just concerned about my house, you know, because it's shaking, and it's a direct result of what you guys are doing. That seems like that shouldn't be happening, you know. I'm worried mm-hmm. about the foundation of my house. Well, I'm worried if it's about shaking your house. That means it's shaking the foundation. Exactly, it's shaking my house. Like that's not right. Oh. And so finally, they, they took me back into this room. And he gave me a card. He's like, well, um, uh, you know, I don't know if there's anything we can do for you. Oh, damn uh, right. Okay. Um, and he's like fumbling his words. I'm like, you guys, if you're in charge of this thing, you really should have had this worked out. You knew. You knew what you're doing. You do, I guess maybe a lot of people don't come over and say anything. They just take it. But I'm nervous about damage to the house. And I don't know what to do about it. So all that ended up was he gave me a card. And he said, um, well, um, you know, uh, I guess like take some pictures or something. And then, you know, if something happens, I can't promise anything will happen for you if, if there's damage. Uh, but, you know, I guess like take some pictures or, or, or do that. And then just like basically shuffle me out the door uh, to someone in construction or to somebody who knows about this stuff or someone who works for the city and or someone knows. who works for the city who knows what should I be doing in this situation? Because I feel like. I'm going to get, I, I just, my senses are up that I'm going to get screwed somehow. Oh. Something's going to happen. I'm going to get screwed. You know, you, you know, when you just have that feeling and I want to prevent that from happening. So any advice, I would actually appreciate it. Uh, Greg That's at funemploymentradio.com or funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Let me know what I'm, I don't know what my, what, I how to proceed. Someone had, I know had like a similar circumstance to this. And if it's shaking your house, like mm-hmm. that's a city there, there. That's something wrong. Like the city 
should pay or the city's involved in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the city's doing it, then that's, that's the city it's, fucking it's with your house. It's one of the city's reps. Yeah, tangentially, it's one of the. It's somebody who's an employee of the city. Basically, is the one that was shuffling me off. So I, I think there's another organization that it probably should go to. Maybe I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, is it to the point where you're legitimately concerned about this? Well, it's shaking my house. Yeah. I mean, I'd and it's a hundred year old house. So I am concerned. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned. You should find out now. I'm also not a construction expert, so there could be damage happening, and I wouldn't even know. I mean, to be honest, you know, I wouldn't know where to go take a picture. Obviously, if there was a giant crack that showed up out of nowhere, I, I would know that. But there could be smaller damage that's happening, and, and, and if it's damage to my house, I'm concerned about oh, it. Oh, okay. Sumon says, uh, ask for a copy of their liability insurance. Okay. Uh, what would that... What would that do for me from there? I don't know. I, I could do that. I mean, they might be covered for like. Is that going to stir they... stuff up though? If I if I go over there and what do that, what are you possibly stirring up? You're just living your life in the house that you, you own, and they're call... fucking with you. Okay, okay. There's somebody here. That's, uh, uh, Jake says you need to call the city immediately, make a formal complaint, get it in writing, start the paper trail with a date. That's a good call. Okay, because before anything else happens, before like what if like, yeah, it's shaking. Your, like something caves in or something. That would be fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I wonder if there's anything where you can get like the what is it like a seismograph or something along those lines? Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I mean, if they do that to see like how much it's actually shaking. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I will call the city and and do that. And any other advice, I really do appreciate it. So thank you, Jake, for that. Um, yeah. And 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 thanks, Sumon. And all right. So we'll call right after the show. Yeah, I'll call right after the show. Okay. I mean, I'm concerned. You know. Well, I would be because what if like if they're shuffling you out and you're like well, my house is shaking and then like as you said it's old and they're a giant corporation they could screw me over if they wanted to oh yeah and so I would like to try to prevent that if at all possible you know yeah you know these these big organizations I've I've gone through it enough in my personal life dealing with that kind of stuff they'll find any way to fuck you over if they can yeah Jake says they could be really doing serious damage to your foundation okay all right cool well thank you I will call I will call right away on that stuff. Gosh, as, I'm, as soon I'm as the show's over, call right now. <laughs> uh, well, I don't oh. know how long it'll take, but why don't we do? Why don't we do some world of crazy and and do that, and then uh, and then I'll call right after. Now I'm really nervous. Don't be. It's fine. Okay. It's fine right now. You'll you'll be fine for a half hour. Okay. Don't you worry. What if anyone knows talk? the exact number, I should call. I would appreciate that too. I don't. I, you don't have to do that, but if somebody does have it, Greg, gotta stay focused. Yeah, I know. Don't think about it. My right house now. is falling down while I'm gone. I know that's exactly what you're doing. I know. Uh, you. I know you, and then you're like thinking that maybe the it's going to shake, and then it's going to set off your alarm, and then the alarm company is going to call you, and the fire truck's going to show up, and you have to pay for the fire trucks showing up, or something like that. Well, I wasn't worried about that until you just put that into my head. Now I'm worried about that. I didn't even think about that. <sighs> Oops. I have to go to work after this too. I can't. It's not like I can go home and. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, all right. So Alex uh, in the chat says that Paul just looked in there as a... Uh, a seismometer app for your phone? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. All right. Oh. And who knows what things are going to get stirred up in your backyard. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat said, just go back to the construction office and tell them your ghosts are complaining about the shaking. That'll, that'll probably set me off good. <laughs> hey, if you seem crazy. My ghosts are acting up. 
oh my gosh, what if the foundation like keeps shaking and like it's shaking your backyard and then it rains a lot because it's going to this weekend. It's going to get kind of floody and then bodies start coming up through the seal uh, through the ground, a la poltergeist. And then the tree comes to life and it like reaches through your window and pulls you out and then you're in the mud pit with all of these bodies swimming around like. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, I'm just going straight to it today, Greg. Greg, I'm going to yep. need you here, Greg. Yep. I know you're I'm thinking here. about your I'm house here. falling I'm here. I'm right here. Please continue. <laughs> wow. Greg, the future is now. Okay. And let me tell you how. The integration between your cellular telephone and sex toys is now a reality. Because, yes, there is a sex toy that can actually transform your phone into a vibrator. Oh, God. Taking sexting to the next level. There is a new accessory. It's called the IZI Vibe that is going to be available. It's basically, it's a, dil- it's a, it's a phone case with a dildo attached to it. Yeah, I'm kind of for the, I don't know if you, I, let me just break was. it down for you. Let me simplify it for you. Well, the IZI Vibe is billed as the world's first sex toy, which uses the vibrations of your smartphone. Which, am I a prude, or does that just seem kind of wrong? I, I, it seems like you shouldn't mix the two. Just physically, the devices that close together, but I, I don't know. Oh, oh. Seems unsanitary. Oh, Yeah. All right, well, the IZI Vibe is billed as the first sex toy that uses the vibrations of your smartphone. So right now the company has uh, only built a prototype, but however, with all the, uh, the buzz that the website has gotten, they plan on launching a campaign to raise enough money to start producing high-tech sex toys as soon as possible. Now, the creator of this, uh, Remy Waddle. <laughs> Waddle. Remy Waddle said, uh, we weren't really expecting it to have such a viral effect and it changes our business strategy. Therefore, we'll certainly opt for a crowdfunding that should be in place soon. So simple but effective, IZI Vibe's internal dildo structure is designed to propagate the phone's vibe. I like how it's trying to like fancify it. Why would you need to put your phone in there, though? If you want like a remote control for it or something, I'm sure there's a remote control version. And wouldn't that kind of take, like if you have, if you're like, sexting with someone, but then the phone isn't so much next to your ear as it is... It just seems like a pointless use of a phone. Why would you need a phone for that? I think Surely we've evolved technology that can vibrate without a phone and then can still be controlled remotely. Yeah, and I don't know, because if you're, like, using the phone to, like, sext or do whatever you are... I don't know. Then you take the phone away and then it's attached to the... Okay, just a minute. Okay, that was great. Okay, now tell tell me... Okay, just a second. Gross, Greg. <laughs> Simple but effective, Waddle continues. IZI Vibe's internal dildo structure is designed to propagate the phone's vibrations along the entire length of the shaft to get a maximum of pleasure. Okay, that's probably good. The team behind the toy aspired to imagine an original product, not vulgar. Yes, because it's not going to look vulgar with people walking down the street with dildos attached to their cell phones at all. <laughs> I, I doubt they're going to walk around with that on. <laughs> well... The dildo phone extension has several distinct features, including, of course, a a dildo, and seven vibration modes, customization options, and the ability to allow a partner to control the dildo remotely. It's supposedly, I like, this is is what the article says, it's supposedly safe, 
Made from medical-grade silicone, hyperallergenic, and free from phthalate, a chemical that researchers have tied to health risks. A thought of a sex toy attached to the phone is a little gross, is what this article also says. Yeah. Because phones are actually dirtier than toilet seats. Yeah. Phones are dirtier than toilet seats. I believe it. But Waddle assures that the device has a protective window to help guard against that issue. Uh-huh. Uh, the product won't be available to consumers until about June of 2016, and there's no price confirmed. However, they will start their crowdfunding soon, and you can invest. Get get right in at the beginning for your dildo phone. Next up, at a Parsipani. East Coast has such fun names but for wait, places. W- wait, what is it? Parsipani? Parsipani? How is it spelled? Parsipani. I think it's Parsipani. P-A-R-S-I-P-P-A-N-Y. Parsippany. Parsippany. Parsippany? Yeah. I like Parsippany. <laughs> Parsippany. This has nothing to do with the story. Parsippany. Parsippany. New Jersey. Speaking of cell phones, <laughs> a campaign has now been launched to seek condom emojis to be put on phones for what safer is sexting. World of Crazy's just become sex talk with Sarah now, pretty much. Sex talk with Sarah. And it's just like a cell phone sex talk with Sarah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. You know what? It's kind of a slow news day, and I dig up what I can. So you're okay. going to pretend to like it. Okay. All right. So Durex is leading the campaign calling for the creation of a condom emoji to help young people insert safety into their sexting. The British company says that the hashtag condom emoji campaign is time to coincide uh, with AIDS Day, which happens on December 1st. The company says its research shows that 80% of people, 18 to 25, this is our world, Greg. Greg, listen to the one I'm about to say. Greg, 80% of people ages 18 to 25 find it easiest to express themselves with emojis. <sighs> Not with words or open dialogue or their faces. With emojis. Another study says that at least 50% of people ages 18 to 25 regularly use emojis when discussing sex in texts. I don't use emojis. I use like a smiley face so that I don't seem like an asshole. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess maybe a smiley face. Okay, yeah, I, I guess so. I don't get all those like kissy faces, party hats. Like I just... Maybe because we don't have iPhones. It seems more of like an iPhone thing. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the company says that uh, 84% of the 18 to 25-year-olds say they're more comfortable talking about sex in emoji form. Oh, Greg. how do you do that? Greg! It's 18 to 25-year-olds like who are having sex. pictures of what they want? Sitting, like, it's like the finger and then like the hole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just doing it wrong. It's 84%. 84% That's just sad. of 18 to 25 year olds say they are most comfortable talking about sex in emoji form. That's sad. In, emo- in cartoons. Uh, the survey also found about a third of respondents say they do not care about safe sex. So Durek said, in light of this research, we are asking one million people to use and share the hashtag... Uh, hashtag condom emoji to represent their support of the creation of the world's first official safe sex emoji. 
Emojis of this sort will enable young people to overcome embarrassment around the discussion of safe how, sex. How is an emoji going to overcome embarrassment? That sounds way more embarrassing. You know why? Because they're communicating in emojis, Greg. That sounds way more embarrassing to send a condom emoji. Finger, <laughs> condom, hole. <laughs> Emojis of this sort will help young people <sighs> to overcome the embarrassment about the discussion of safe sex. If you're embarrassed about talking about safe sex and just only clear- talking in cartoons, you're clearly not ready to be having sex. All right, encourage conversation and raise awareness of the importance of using condoms to protest... Uh, protect against uh, STIs, HIV, and AIDS. So the company says it plans to officially submit a safe sex condom emoji to the Unicode Consortium, which is officially responsible. I didn't know that. There's a Unicode Consortium. That's who picks uh, what emojis go out. That makes sense. That's interesting. Uh, It says, uh, while it may feel uncomfortable to have honest conversations about safe sex, an official condom emoji is a simple step toward empowering young couples to ignite the conversation around safe sex, better protection, and overall sexual well-being. Next up, police tase a Florida woman who is sleeping pantsless in a grease dumpster. (laughs) All right. And yes, a grease dumpster is exactly what it sounds like. It was a dumpster outside of a restaurant which disposes of used grease and cooking oil. Now, this didn't happen in Port St. Lucie, unfortunately, but it did happen in Fort Myers, right outside of uh, the Lani Kai, which is a famous uh, Polynesian-themed resort and nightlife hotspot. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Someday you'd you'd be good at reading the news in, like, a nursing home in uh, Florida somewhere. Now today, there's Lonnie Kwani, a real Polynesian hotspot. <laughs> Polynesian hotspot. Bingo. You do a better old lady impression than I ever could. Oh, oh my. Oh my. The incident happened in Fort Myers Beach. Oh my, stars and gardens. <laughs> That's the Lonnie Kai. And a, a famous Polynesian themed resort and nightlife hotspot. Oh. <laughs> And I met a Polynesian where, man once. <laughs> that is where Lee County Sheriff's deputies came across a little lady named Anna Marzita Schinkel. Uh, they found her at 2 a.m. last Friday e- uh, evening, like a Saturday morning. Uh, Miss Schinkel was sound asleep, curled up inside the glamorous Lonnie Kai's grease dumpster. Now, Miss Schinkel's shirt was on, but her pants were down around her ankles. And also, she was marinating in kitchen grease. A deputy tried to wake her, but Miss Schinkel was apparently having the time of her life inside of the grease dumpster. Oh. Deputies' reports say that when woken, Schinkel said, Go fuck yourself, <laughs> and threatened to cut them and fuck them up. Wow. Well, Miss Schinkel did not want to leave her grease dumpster that quickly. Damn. She was having a real grand time in mm-hmm. there. Well then, uh, so after deputies failed to pull Miss Schinkel out of the grease dumpster, cut you outside of the famous Polynesian-themed resort and nightlife hotspot, Lana Kai. The fire department showed up and tried to remove Miss Schinkel from the dumpster, but they also learned it was difficult to get a hold of Miss Schinkel because she was also refusing their help, and Uh-oh. again, she was covered in grease and very slippery. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I suppose so, yeah. He would be. Miss Schinkel held onto the dumpster for dear life and wouldn't budge. Now, deputies <laughs> warned Miss Schinkel that she'd be tasered if she didn't calm down, that Miss Schinkel remained aggressive and would not comply. 
Deputies did eventually have to tase Miss Schenkel, and they were able to. <laughs> what was her in there that she was so excited about? Grease. Maybe it just smelled delicious. It smelled like mozzarella. I mean, sticks. it probably does. Yeah. It doesn't say how uh, how deep the grease was, but it can't be that deep if she was like sleeping in there with her pants around her ankles, not drowning. So I don't <laughs> I mean, know. I, I suppose not. Uh, well, Miss Schinkel was removed from the grease dumpster, and she was leading Miss Schinkel in the grease dumpster. Sounds like a really bad version of Clue. By the way, you can get a uh, beachfront room at the Lanakai Resort right now, uh, tonight, for $225. Wow. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on our <laughs> FunEmploymentRadio.com slash shop, and click on the hotel link right there. And book yourself a room at the Lanakai. Oh my gosh! The Check out the dumpster where she was with the Polynesian themed resort and nightlife hotspot Lanakai. Oh, you've heard of it? Oh my god, have I? Oh, I've booked many stays there by going to funemploymentradio.com/shop. Oh my gosh! And clicking on the link right there. You could even stay in the grease dumpster for free. Oh, don't tempt me! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Finally. From Florida woman to Florida woman. Now, this is a personal zad that a Florida woman has put out. A Florida woman is looking for a gentleman friend for a very specific reason. Yes, a Florida woman has put out an ad seeking for someone to pay for her to go and see the new Harry Potter-themed park. What she wants to trade in advance or in exchange. Oh, what? Sexual favors. Oh, to go to the Harry Potter theme park? Yeah. I bet you'll find somebody who's willing to dig her up on that. It's on Craigslist, and uh, this young lady, her her title in all caps says, Take me to the Harry Potter theme park, Florida. No pay. Here's her personal ad in case you're in Florida and want to take this young lady. There are so many nerds taking her up on this right now. In case you want to take this young lady, she says, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. The Harry Potter theme park recently opened, and I need to get there, but have no possible way of getting there, let alone affording the costs that come with a trip, such as hotel, food, and entry fee. I want to start off by saying, I'm not a slut. (laughs) (laughs) I just know what guys want, and I know I have a nice body. So here's what I'm looking for. I need a partner, in quotes, to take me to, she doesn't even put the in front of Harry Potter, to Harry Potter theme park. What, what, can you send me the link to this? Yeah. Hang on. Cut and paste. There you go. All right. I am huge Harry Potter fan. I am huge Harry Potter fan. All right, so she keeps, uh, I need a partner to take me to Harry Potter theme park. I will act as if you are my boyfriend for however long we decide to go. This can turn into something after the trip is over, but we will see. You will need to pay for everything. That is talked about above, which again, let me refresh your memories, a uh, hotel, food, and entry fee. Hotel, food, and entry fee. Okay. Uh, and she will pay, oh, excuse me, this is from her perspective, and I will pay you in sexual favors in the morning and at night. <laughs> Nothing during the day, apparently. Okay. We can share a bed, but I do not like kissing or snuggling. Holding hands at the park is fine. Just respect me, and I will respect you. All about respect. Check the pictures okay. below and text me to see a face pic. Talk to you soon, smiley face emoticon. So if you live in Florida and want to take this not-a-slut woman to Harry Potter theme park, got a gig for you. There you go. There you go. Could be the love of your life. You never know. Could be. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy.
Right? Keelan said, how come dumb people are always worried about respect? <laughs> right? That's it. Like, every juggalo. You gotta respect me. Every juggalo you ever meet is just like, it's all about respect. Mm-hmm. They're, and they're always mad that they don't have it. Why don't I, why can't I get no respect? And then when they don't have it, they like to yell about it because of their perceived not getting respect and do stupid things like throw tantrums and throw things at stuff because they don't have respect. That's usually not how that works. Jugglos. Oh my. Um, (laughs) said, No, she's not a slut, just a prostitute. (laughs) Which is true. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's about how that works out. And that's the way that happens. That is true. Um, All right, should we do a little bit of ball? In case you're keeping track, Greg, I'm still full. It's just. Just. Ugh. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. So oh, no. <laughs> uh oh. Being, being from being in the chat is asking about uh, Harry Potter theme park uh, lady. Yes, can, please answer that because I accidentally closed my document. Can the buyer just feed her handy snacks the whole time? Probably. I mean, she doesn't specify food. So, I mean, if she's just oh, constantly yeah. snacking. I mean, she's not busy doing... It's not doing, in the contract. Not in the contract. And she's not busy doing sexual favors during the day. It's only in the morning and at night. Yeah. I think mm. that's unfair for the, the person to have to pay for everything, and then she only offers sexual favors twice a day. Yeah, I would, in the negotiation, I'd be like, no. I mean, we can put a reasonable limit, but let's... Let's figure that out. Yeah. I'm paying for everything. Yeah, if you're paying for everything, hotel... Do you know how many, how much Harry Potter theme park tickets are? It's a lot. I have no idea. It's it, it's a couple hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Well, then, yeah, that's something to something to consider. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. Uh, first up in ball talk, we got a, we got a potpourri of balls. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm going to focus on one thing, oh, a little God, bit on the other thing. Oh, God, prediction day, isn't it? Sarah, you are correct. It is indeed prediction day. Uh, by the way, I went three and zero last week. One hundred percent perfect. That's one hundred percent perfect. Stop All right, so one hundred percent perfect. First up in ball talk, I, I'm, I'm going to cover a couple of stories that are a little bit old, but I'm uh, a few days old. But there is an update to one of them. Before I get to that, I just want to say this for any NBA fans out there: watch a Golden State Warriors game just to watch Steph Curry play right now. Steph Curry is playing out of his friggin' mind. He is. He's fun to watch. He's okay. a fun player to watch. I will say that. If you just want to casually watch an NBA game, I got to say Golden State Warriors game. Watch some Watch some uh, Steph Curry. All right, moving on. Cam Newton. Or as some people call him, Scam Newton. Dun, dun, dun. Cam Newton, the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. The, what are they? I think they lost. I can't remember what their score was. Anyway, um, they're doing quite well. Regardless, Carolina Panthers. And last week, in one of their wins, they beat the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Cam Newton did a little bit of a dance in the end zone and was accused of thrusting his hips. I've seen it. He wasn't really thrusting his hips, I don't think. But anyway, he was accused of thrusting his hips while he was doing his touchdown touchdown dance. And there was a very concerned mother. Oh, no! 
Was she part of Concerned Mothers of America? She sounds like she could be. Her name's Rosemary Plorin, and she went to the game with her nine-year-old daughter. Rosemary. Rosemary Plorin. My name is Rosemary Plorin. I don't think Rosemary's that old. She's that old and dead inside. But Rosemary was not happy with that dance. And she wrote a, a letter, a letter to the editor about it. She wrote, Dear Mr. Newton, congratulations you know on your... it was a handwritten letter, too. Probably. Yeah. Congratulations on your win in Nashville today. Our team played well, but yours played better. Kudos to the Panthers organization. That game happened to be my nine-year-old daughter's first live NFL experience. She was surprised to see so many Panthers fans sitting in our section of the stadium. That doesn't happen much at fourth grade football games. And she was excited we were near the end zone, so we would be close to the action, particularly in the second half. Because of where we sat, we had a close-up view of your conduct in the fourth quarter. The chest puffs, the (laughs) pelvic thrusts. The chest puffs and the pelvic thrusts. The arrogant struts and the in-your-face taunting of both the Titans players and fans. We saw it all. The chest puffs and the the, what and the... It's an NFL football game, so he celebrated after he got a touchdown. The chest puffs and the pelvic thrusts. And the pelvic thrusts. That's amazing. I refuse to believe you didn't, you don't realize... You're not doing it in the voice, Greg. I refuse to believe you don't realize you are a role model. You are paid millions of dollars every week to play hard and be a leader. In the offseason, you're expected to make appearances, support charities, and inspire young kids to pursue your sport and all sports. With everything the NFL has gone through in recent years, I'm confident they have advised that you are, by virtue of your position and career choice, a role model. And because you are a role model, your behavior brought out like... Wait... This, okay, and because you are a role model, your behavior brought out like behavior in the stands. Some of the Panthers fans in our section began taunting the hometown fans. It's, lady, have you ever fucking been to an NFL game? That is what people do. I've never been to an NFL game, an official one. I know that's what people do. It's sports. People taunt people. That's 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 fine. Um, it's sports. It's sports. Many Titans fans booed you, a few offering instructive, but not necessarily family-friendly suggestions as to how you might change your behavior. My daughter sensed the change immediately and started asking questions. Won't he get in trouble for doing that? Is he trying to make people mad? Do you think he knows he looks like a spoiled brat? This is what she's claiming her daughter said. I highly doubt the daughter said, do you think he knows he looks like a spoiled brat? I didn't have great answers for her. And honestly, in an effort to minimize your negative impact on what was otherwise a really fun day, I redirected her attention to the cheerleaders and mascot. The cheerleaders are half-clothed, like barely clothed women. Yeah, right. (laughs) Riding around on the side. (laughs) I mean, I'm a fan of the cheerleaders, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't call that a family-friendly thing (laughs) to put your nine-year-old daughter to. I could tell she was still thinking about it as we boarded a shuttle back to our car. Oh, my God. I guess he doesn't have kids or a mom at home watching the game, she added. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about your family life, Mr. Newton, but I think I'm safe in saying thousands of kids watch you every week. You have amazing talent and an incredible platform to be a role model for him. Unfortunately, what you modeled for them today was egotism arrogance and poor sportsmanship is that what your coaches and mentors modeled for you mr newton <laughs> how dare you mr how newton how dare you <laughs> <laughs> and trust me if you've seen the video of it 
it's so not. Yeah, he's cheering. If if he scored a touchdown on the team I'm rooting for, I'd be like, oh, screw you, Cam Newton. But he's not doing anything wrong. There's nothing. There's no, of anybody of all the shit that's going on with NFL players off the field and all those horrible things. D- sure, that all deserves to be directed at Cam Newton doing a touchdown dance. Is not <laughs> is not worthy of somebody complaining. Um, Cam Newton did did do a reply, and uh, he he said. Uh, well, first one of the things he said after it happened was. Um, I'll paraphrase it because I don't have it right in front of me. He's like, yeah, I've heard that before. And I've always said, people, if you don't want me to do it, just stop me. <laughs> Which was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but then he, he replied. He said, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Everyone is. You can't falter for that. If she feels offended, I apologize to her. But at the end of the day, I am who I am. It is what it is. And uh, probably the organization said, just like make this go away. Just say this. But this this woman is... I guess I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. That is concerned mother Rosemary Plorin and her poor nine-year-old daughter. Do it in your voice. Concerned mother Rosemary Plorin. No, no, you're not doing it in the old lady voice. Oh well, she's not an old lady though. But I know. But I want to hear you say it in the old lady voice. What? Concerned. Concerned mother Rosemary Plorin. <laughs> Dear Mister Newton, I was appalled. Anyway. I was appalled, Mr. Yeah. Newton. Rosemary Plorn. All right, moving on to ball talk. There's, how can there possibly <clears> be more? <throat> Rosemary just, just won the day. Rosemary won the day. Well, I, I do have this. Uh, I've got one more thing, then I'll, I'll skip ahead. We'll do one more thing before I do my predictions. Oh and this... I'm just going to leave this up here. Sarah, how do you pronounce M-E-M-E, that word? Meme. Okay, I'm going to play... Right, uh, is this a trick question? Have I been saying it wrong? I'm going to play for how Bryce Harper... Who's Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper is the National League MVP for baseball this year. He just won it. I went on SportsCenter to take some questions. I have none. Would you rather be as bald as I am for the rest of your life or never have a season again where you have double-digit home runs? I'm talking like seven is a whole lot of home runs. So if you're bald as Van Pelt or seven home runs is like a big power year for you, which would you rather be? I don't even want to answer that right now because I know how many memes are going to be out there of me with the bald oh. head. So, <laughs> um, I really probably would take the bald head. I mean, being able to, oh god, <laughs> you know, play this game every single day, do everything I can. Memes. Memes. That's Bryce Harper. Is apparently never been on the internet. You could tell too that whoever's interviewing him yeah. was like. Uh... That was Scott Van Pelt. He's pretty great, actually. Scott Van Pelt's pretty good. I mean, you could just tell from his silence that he, he's just like, should I correct him? Scott Van Pelt probably, probably ripped on that afterwards, but not at that moment. Mamey. Mamey. <laughs> was Bryce Harper. All right, we'll just go. We'll, we'll <laughs> skip the other story. It's not even necessary. Let's, let's go to straight to the prediction, Sarah. Mamey. Oh, God, did you... Did you send me the thing? Am I picking one? You're going to pick one. Every week here at Fun Employment Radio, I make my predictions on college football where I spend all week, hours upon hours upon hours, studying college football and the games that are going to be happening in order to accurately make my predictions. Vegas is waiting for me right now. If you do want to place some bets, please go ahead and place some bets uh, in Vegas in the proper channels. Not with your neighborhood bookie. I don't want you getting in trouble, but go through the proper channels. And if you do win on my predictions, which you will if you follow what I say, 
because I've been right almost 100% of the time. More right than not. 100% of the time. You'll win, then you can send, send in a tithing. First prediction, Sarah! Oh my god! Stop! Your breathing is just irritating. Stop it! Northwestern, number 20, Northwestern. Versus number 25, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, home of the Badgers. Badgers are ferocious. They're in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison. There's a street named Madison here in uh, here in Portland. I don't think it's named after the same Madison, Wisconsin. I think it's named after the president. Anyway, that was Madison, Wisconsin. Deep, Thank you. Where the Badgers play. They're going to be taking on Northwestern. Now, Northwestern, uh, boy, you would think, wow, we're in the Northwest. We're in the Pacific Northwest. That's where that's where that school must be. Wrong. It's in the old-timey Northwest, which is Illinois. Which is a false Northwest. It's it's the Midwest. They should really change the name of the university to Midwestern University. It would make a lot more sense. The rank number 20, taking on Wisconsin, rank number 25. Because of the false naming, Midwestern University is going to lose. Wisconsin will win Wisconsin Badgers. The Badgers. Up next, Sarah. Oh, 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 oh. oh we got a hot one right here. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you. The, should I predict the game that has LSU involved, or should I predict the game that has Michigan State involved? Oh, that was the one I was gonna pick. So do Michigan State then. Okay, then you pick another one. Okay. Michigan State versus Ohio State. It's the big game of the week. It's the hot number one game. Ohio State University. They, they like it to be called the Ohio State University. I don't subscribe to that. Nobody. No. Nobody subscribes to that. Uh, but they'll try to insist that it's it's silly. Just stop it. Versus Michigan State University, the Spartans. Spartans versus the Sometimes Buckeyes. I just feel like you're making up their their team names because I have no idea. So the Ohio State Buckeyes versus the Michigan State Spartans in Columbus, Ohio, Sarah. Oh my God! Some of the Blue Jackets in NHL hockey doesn't have anything to do with this. Nothing to do with it, really. LeBron James is from Ohio. I think there's some astronauts from Ohio. They have an Ohio River there. Cleveland's in Ohio. Nowhere near Columbus, though. Has nothing to do with Columbus. Ohio State University versus Michigan State Spartans. Yes, I didn't break that time. Oh, boy. Ohio State's got a lot riding on the line right now. They're ranked number three for the college football playoffs. Defending college football champions. They beat the Oregon Ducks last year for the championship. Mm-hmm. The whole season's on the line. The winner will be... Ohio State, unfortunately. Ohio State Buckeyes will win. They will go on undefeated. They will beat Michigan State. Okay. Ooh, I feel bad about that one already. I feel weird about that one. Something's something's something twinging in me. Happen? I don't know. Oh, I already made the prediction, but ee, I didn't know I'd have back. these feelings. I'd never have these feelings before. You have feelings? I feel like I made the wrong choice. Oh, it's too late now. I can't do it over? Nope. Damn. All right, your final one? Yep, what's my final one? 
TCU versus Oklahoma. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, this is a Nelly of a game right here. Texas Christian University. Who are they playing? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. University of Oklahoma Sooners. Sooners. They're the ones that were running out there in their covered wagons. Claiming land. Stealing land, some would say. Anyway, Oklahoma Sooners. Versus the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs. With their purple uniforms. Oklahoma, that's a... Their state's just north of Texas. It's a musical. It is a musical. And the colors of the team are red. That's a color. It is a color. And it is red. Texas Christian University. Kind of a kind of a newcomer to the college football scene as far as uh, being good. Last several years, they've kind of come made, made made their own way up. Pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Used to have Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton plays in Ohio for the Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Dalton is the Red Rifle in the NFL. That is his nickname. Oh, is that the guy who was mad about the guy saying that he had a Red Rider penis or something? It, well, n- I don't think penis was involved. Oh, I thought he said he had a little penis. No, that's not what... No, no, there was no penis involved in that. Anyway, oh. Texas Christian University, the Horned Frogs versus the Oklahoma Sooners. Oh my Where's God, the game being played? Still doing this? Where's the game being played? Um, in Oklahoma. I knew that. I just wanted you to check. The winner is going to be the Texas Christian Horned Frogs. It's frog time. I don't know if that's something they say or not. I don't. Nobody says. I have that. no idea. I'm not really sure what a horned frog is, but anyway, there it is. The horned frogs are going to win. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Is it like a horny toad? Well, it says frog, not toad. So but isn't a frog a toad? No, frogs and toads are different. How? Toads live on land mainly. Frogs live in the water mostly. Are you just making stuff up? Mm, I feel like that's somewhat <laughs> toads accurate. Toads live on the land and frogs live in the water. I feel that's like that's saying. somewhat accurate. That's what that's what's happening here. I feel like it's close to being right. But a toad isn't a frog. You know what? If I wanted to live in the land or the water, you know where I would go? Next adventure. Next adventure has something for me for any kind of occasion, right there. So I could, I could go uh, paddle around in a boat from the paddle center, staying dry like a toad, staying dry like a toad, and then I could go on land and I could do whatever I want because I'd have a nice tent or whatever else I wanted to buy for my outdoor recreation activities. Because of Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. They are a fine, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and they've got all your outdoor needs taken care of, including skiing and uh, snowboarding and. Really, clothes. Snowshoeing. Snowshoeing. Anything you want. You can even rent from there as well. That's actually a key thing. You can rent from Next Adventure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nextadventure.net. On the corner of Grand and Stark right here in Portland, Oregon. Nextadventure.net. Plan your next adventure. Oh, I like that. Is that the tagline? That's real good. I don't know. I just kind of made it up. You're You're just batting a thousand with the taglines. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have another one, though. Now you put me on the spot. That's okay. And well, I think we have a couple birthdays that we needed to get to. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Don't oh, yes. do that. Yes. Uh-uh. All right. We got an email from Andy in the Mighty Southeast. Andy in the Mighty Andy. Southeast. 
Andy, it's been a while since uh, we've seen you. Andy has helped me out tremendously with my with my truck. I just want to say Andy's that right now. Coolest. Andy is the coolest. And so is his wife, Shannon. And it's Shannon's birthday, I believe. Did I miss it by a day? Did I miss it by a day? I don't think I missed it by a day. I might have missed it by a day. Let me make sure I got it right there. In real time, I'm going to look it up. I'm just going to do this right now because the show is falling apart as we got to the end. And it was yesterday. Hey, Shannon. Shannon. You get an extra day to celebrate your it's birthday. It's our bad. Our and bad. By our bad, I mean Greg's bad. It's my bad. It's totally good. Shannon, happy birthday yesterday. Sorry we missed it by a day, but here's the thing. Here's the bonus. You kind of win in this deal because per birthday rules, we missed it yesterday. You get a Friday to celebrate your birthday on top of yesterday. Oh, my god! Bam, somebody scored big. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday from us. To you. Happy birthday to so you. So weird. Happy and birthday giving. to you. Hot damn right. Also, the other day, I do believe it was Pam's birthday. Pam! Pam! Want to wish you a very happy birthday, Pam Ekman. Happy birthday, Pam. Happy birthday. That's happy Sarah's birthday fault we missed that one. To you. Happy birthday to what? you. It's not. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn, damn right. right. All right. I think the finger guns really. They, they, with the icing on the They on made the it cake. work. They really made it they work. Real good. All right. I think we've done enough damage for today. <laughs> we have. This has been fun. Yes. See? I started off annoying, and now you just had the best day ever. Oh, yeah, but now I remember how annoying you are. I won the Burrito Olympics. The- also, look at, uh, if you're a live subscriber, listen in the archives, because I did something amazing before the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that <laughs> up. Uh, I'll have that up probably right here after the show. Funemploymentradio.com. Well, good, good luck with your house stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I distracted you from that. You did. I'm going to call that, though, right after the show. Um, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Whether you listen via the podcast, where you listen live online, or however you found us, we appreciate it. Uh, We also really appreciate when people share the show, let people know. Like, if you have a friend looking for a podcast, tell them about us. You know, we're on Twitter, at Fun Radio. We're so close to 2,000 followers. Oh, yeah. Please follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Like, we're not really annoying and we don't talk about... We actually don't really post hardly at all. We need need to to fix that. So we're going to be posting more. But it'll be good stuff. At Fun Amp Radio. Oh, yeah. We're only 10 followers away. We're 10 followers away from 2,000. Yeah. We would... uh, If you can help us out. That would make our weekend. That would make my weekend. I don't know about Greg. Yes, it would. It would indeed. Greg's probably going to be too busy playing uh, video games I can't talk because Sarah just keeps talking. And then he just likes to play video games. And for some reason, he's just going to be like, oh, I'm working. But really, he's like, oh, I'm playing video games. Games. Forever. At Fun Emp Radio, <laughs> F-U-N-E-M-P Radio. Follow us there on Twitter. That would be awesome. If you could do that, please. If you Star could Wars do that, going? please. I already beat the Star Wars game. Not the new one, so people don't freak out. It just wasn't the new one. I, I don't have my hands on that one. It was the, I don't want to know what you have your hands on. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It was kind of a lackluster force, ending. whatever. The Force Unleashed. Did you unleash the Force on that game? No, I unleashed it all right. It was a lackluster ending. I wasn't that I wasn't that stoked about it. I don't know what to play now. I'm kind of running out of games. Ben has a bunch of video games for me to play, and I don't know which one I want to play. Wow, Greg. Nothing's really striking Life my fancy. Is real hard. I yep. mean, how are you just going to get through it? I don't know. <laughs> such a weirdo. I don't know. Well, have a wonderful weekend, all each and every one of you, and we love you. Yes, indeed. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Oh, coming up later today on the network, drive time at the drive-in at 5.30 with the Flash soundtrack. Oh, my God. Tune into that. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.